0: What is going on, Neon Nation? Welcome back to the Neon Arcade for episode, I believe, 43 of the Cyberpunk 2077 Community Podcast. As always, I have with me uh, the Mad Queen show.
1: Greetings, earthlings.
0: I have Subsidian from the Triple S League. Hello, hello. And last known meal is sick today, so uh, hopefully he feels better. He'll be back next week. Um, so yeah, we hope he feels better and... uh we have a bunch of news to talk about today. Not the greatest news. Um, I suppose it could be worse, but, um, Cyberpunk 2077, as you guys have heard, has been delayed. So, uh, CD Projekt Red took to Twitter to tweet out a little statement, um, about three days ago, I think, right? January 16th. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read this off and then we'll, we'll discuss it. So, um, they posted, we have important news regarding Cyberpunk 2077's release date. We'd like to share with you today. Um, cyberpunk 2077 won't make the April release window and removing the launch date to September 17th of 2020. We're currently at the stage where the game is complete and playable, but there is still work to be done. Night city is massive, full of stories, content and places to visit. But due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing and polishing. We want cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation and postponing launch will give us the precious months we need to make the game. Perfect expect more regular updates on progress as we get closer to the new release date. So, what do you guys think about this? Were we I don't think we were expecting this. Last uh, podcast we were talking about this and we were we were running into some of these articles that were based on rumors and we were kind of debunking them and then they, they threw us a curveball here, so.
2: Yeah, well, most of the rumors that, that were circulating about a week ago were were really unsubstantiated and also based off of like opinion on of on course. certain things and certain actions at the studio mm-hmm. which didn't marry up with with reality and they still don't because those weren't the reasons that the game was delayed there there was very little correlation between uh that early speculation and that the other thing to remember is that um you always have the potential for delays about a month before the witcher 3 came out uh there were a number of people at the studio who said no there, there's no way that this is going to be released Uh, it's going to take us probably about another, I don't know, like year. Mm -hmm. So this happens all the time. Everybody at, there's never once any united, complete opinion on everybody at a studio that the game is ready. There will always be somebody who's saying, no, the game needs more time. And, and, and the important thing to remember is that the, especially at this company, there's only like four people who make that call at at cdpr mm-hmm. and they have to be convinced of that first um before because again same thing with witcher 3 a lot of people majority of their staff were like no no this needs more time this needs more time and they said no no i think we're i think we're ready to go
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then and then against the opinion of a lot of people um they released it and it was amazing and very very i mean there were some small bugs but i mean you will never ever get a game bugless like it just doesn't
0: happen yeah that's that's not a that's in a perfect world which doesn't exist mm-hmm. but witcher 3 was delayed twice it was delayed the first one was three mm-hmm. months and then the second one was around a month as far as i remember so this is um i wouldn't say this is a lengthy delay but five months is is not short right it's not like a this is yeah. not following suit with the witcher so um, and Mad
2: Queen, you, you talked about this, uh, extensively. I mean, I've talked about this extensively too, but you, yeah, like we
3: can, you, we can, you have
2: a... well,
1: uh, five, five months, uh, mm-hmm. people is, is talking about these five months that they, that they delayed until September doesn't mean that they really need that much time to finish the game. Maybe they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to make sure that we really don't know. I just, I just mean that the dates are not, are not, uh, the base to think about this, are not a proof that they really need five months because uh, they need to use one of the release windows that in marketing are considered to be efficient to release the game mm-hmm. you uh whoever who pays attention to the to the gaming industry can see that uh usually games are not released in in summer because usually summer are not great months to make good sales so the next usable release window was in September
0: mhm so even if it took them say, two months to polish the game or three months to polish the game, they're not going to release it in uh, in the middle of summer because they're not going to get the sales that they want.
1: No, summer is not a great season to release games. That's why usually there they are not games in summer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But anyway, I mean, that, uh, that, that doesn't mean either that they don't need these five months. We really don't know. Mm-hmm. And the dates are not proof enough to believe that they actually do need the five months.
0: Right. Yeah, but it's hard because like we weren't really expecting this. It's kind of, I think this was the last potential chance that they had to announce this delay. 90 days, three months left. Uh, they, they really took it to the kind of the end. Um, so now we're up, up to 245 days left. Um, it's a bit of a wait. It's a bit of a wait, but it will most likely be worth it because of all the polishing. What, what do you, what do you think the main, goal of of this 5 months is going to be is it going to be optimization um is it going to be adding new content i don't think they're going to be adding new content right
1: i honestly don't know
3: um
2: so there are certain aspects of the the company that will have more time to work on stuff and then there's going to be other wings that have you know, have now the needed time that they need to fix existing stuff. Um, how much of that? We don't really know at the moment. And, um, this was something that was not willing really to be uh, chatted about when I was speaking with some of the devs. So, uh, right now we, we just have to assume that there's at least one studio that is now having extra time to work on something, whether the, and, and I would suspect. Um, I would suspect just basically with what we're seeing and what we've been seeing that I suspect strongly that the music department now has time to work on stuff because they, 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 they'll have the ability to like, maybe there's a couple artists they were interested in communicating with, but just ran out of time for. So this gives them the opportunity to bring one or two more people on board, mm-hmm. uh, to look for a couple more different songs to, poke around and see if there's um there's any more interest in in existing offers that were made Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know they just hadn't gotten back yet um but that's kind of the nature of music and and i mean your your musical score is often finished weeks or i mean months sometimes years before your game is Mm -hmm. so that that's not in in fact they may not add anything because they're busy working on the next game right so right and, and again, that's just the way that, that's just the way that music works. Music works that, that, that way a little bit, um, it's harder to do with like more like poppy songs, but not when it comes, when it comes to instrumental stuff, I mean, that stuff's like
3: mm-hmm. most
2: instrumental stuff will never goes out of style essentially. Right. But Beethoven is still very popular, mm-hmm. um, in places and, and you, it's never really out of place in like any kind of like cinematic setting. Right. It, you can set kind of some tones and feels from it. So, you know, whatever. Um, and uh, just quickly to answer a question, I was going to type it out here, but um, to somebody who was asking, it's, it's eight months to September. It's like, yes, the delay is five months. The, we're not saying that the, the release is five months away. The, the delay was five months. So we right. went from three months to eight months. Um, and for those of you who, you know, count this kind of stuff, this is only a delay from, quarter two to quarter three is not a delay from first quarter to fourth quarter or anything like that this is this is a very small delay um comparatively and we've already seen several other games also be delayed about the same amount of time um uh marvel's uh, the, the new marvel game <laughs> was basically <laughs> delayed from competing with uh cyberpunk 2077 in april to mm-hmm. now competing with it in <laughs> September, so mm-hmm. if they thought they were getting away from more stiff competition, uh yeah, more, sorry man. about that. There's
0: some crazy delays out there about why mm-hmm. why they decided to delay this. People are like, fight. They don't want to compete with Final Fantasy VII and all these different reasons. The the reason is that they want to polish. They want to make the yeah. game. The it's, it has nothing to do with competition. It has nothing to do with other releases. They've said themselves in uh, one of the one of the teleconferences that. They're not really scared of other releases. They're not paying attention to um, the competition that's going to be in that particular month that they're releasing in. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the goal. That's not the reason that they're delaying. It's not for outside reasons. It's internal.
1: Yeah. Did you see? Did you see this meme? This meme that uh, was is wandering around the internet. Sorry, guys, we need more polish.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Which one? No, is it? It,
1: uh it's it's the it's the the letter the letter that they uploaded to the Twitter. Instead, in, instead of the whole text, it just says. Oh yeah, Floridized, yeah, I've seen Polish. that. Polish.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much essentially it, right?
1: But they're going to have competition, no matter in what in what month they release the game.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: there's always good triple A games out there. Yeah, there's
3: a couple
2: months that you you simply do not want to release your game in. You don't want to release it in January. You don't want to release it in, um <clears throat> like. Like late May to basically early or mid eh, late august late May to late August, you can uh especially if you're a small indie studio and you're wanting to kind of like get your get an announcement out there where where information's little on the dry side
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: but you have to avoid the big summer game conferences you so you have to kind of get it out you know in and around that. Particular time, or do like a soft release at around that time. This was really good for. It's always been good for smaller indie games that that pop out um, around E3 that happen to have a show floor and, and manage to make some splash. Um, it's a gamble, though. There are a couple of games that try, and they go under the radar. And by the time you know people are looking at it again, it looks like it's an old game and. You know, you've lost your window. It's really tough to make these calls mm-hmm. um, because you never know what's what's going to come up. Um, you know, uh, there's a couple of times where real world, you know, tragic events have, have resulted in uh, a, main, a major release basically being ignored um, or just general other competition. One of the best examples is, is Vampire Masquerade. This was a, a game that was years and years ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. brilliantly designed very very vast and and cool but just happened to release at the wrong time in the wrong place and and while it's been critically very popular and a lot of people are looking forward to the next one it just didn't maintain a enough steam to get going um to to really make uh you know the breakout sales that they were hoping for. Again, very critically well received mm-hmm. and is one of those like legendary games, um but unfortunately just didn't didn't match up with what they were hoping to have it become.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? So And Bloodlines 2 has been delayed too, hasn't
0: it? It's been it's gone yeah, through yeah, a couple it
2: was, it was delayed from um it was gonna be releasing early this year to now it's i don't
0: think they actually have a release date set for it it's like up in the air again wow okay yeah it's crazy it's like last year was the year of releasing buggy games and buggy experiences and then this year already in the first month i think in 48 hours um they they had three three delays final fantasy avengers and then cyberpunk which is crazy yeah. to think about oh it was more than that
2: um <laughs> Animal Crossing's been delayed as well, uh, a couple other games, but again, nobody's losing their marbles on Animal Crossing being delayed. D- nobody's even remotely like, oh my god, even though that's going to sell very very well because mm-hmm. it's it's a very very popular genre mm-hmm. and it's targeted at, at 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 an audience that absolutely adores it and that audience is is actually pretty broad. It's not just kids who enjoy that game. They, right, there's right. there's full adults who can, you know, who commit themselves to uh, like, you know, this is my main game for the next five years. <laughs> like that it's something that people really, 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 really enjoy. And mm-hmm. they really get into like,
0: Oh my God, animal crossing. It's like they have a very like, dedicated fan base.
2: Yeah. I know. I know a couple of like high profile uh, people in the industry who can tell you the pros and cons to every possible marriageable partner in the first game. Holy shit! And that's like a lot of people. That's a lot it's of like, okay, w- wow, okay. So you have played how m- how many times? Have you played through the game. It's like a, like basically an infinite amount. It's just like <laughs> it's like they've been playing this game constantly, and they know you know by heart. They know every like you know thing that you have to do to to get your farm growing and all the. It's just it's just it's just something that they do, right? Mm-hmm. But again, where is the outcry on that? Where is the people that are upset at at that? Um, and it's nowhere. You know, there there was a lot of people who were anticipating to play that game. You know, when it when it came out, but now it's not. So, what what's the response?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not again, not because it's not popular, but because it's just it's just not
2: it's
0: just not something that people worry about when it comes to the the release. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what would you rather have—a huge day one patch that totally kills the momentum of your game in a, in a lot of scenarios—or an overall delay and maybe potentially having that day one be much smoother? Because I remember Red Dead 2, their their PC port was awful. Mm-hmm. It was awful, well, and it killed all the momentum. Like I haven't, I still haven't played the game after maybe the first two days where they couldn't get it, they couldn't get their stuff sorted out.
1: Yeah, I am so sorry, but now since. Wait, that past year? It wasn't last year, it was the year before. Hmm. Since the release of Fallout 76, every time someone mentions the day, zero, the day zero patch, I remember the first patch of Fallout 76 that thanks to a bug, uh, it completely deleted the game and you needed to download it again to play. So some people pre-downloaded the game to be able to play it as soon as it was, uh, as soon as the servers were available on the release date. And we all had to download 55 gigas again.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot.
1: Imagine, imagine people with slower connections. Mm-hmm. That, that it, it took several days for the for them to be to be able to play the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, again, when when you're looking at it from an overall perspective, the games that are delayed that you get outrage for. I mean, usually, it just means you have a, a passionate fan base, and people are just upset. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I'd like to okay. answer SS Top Eighty One that they says there will there will always be bugs and a need for a patch. Well, yeah, there are bugs and bugs. I mean, one thing is that that you're, that suddenly a roach is on the roof, and a different thing is that you can't advance in a quest because you have a bug and you just can't go mm-hmm. farther. There are some bugs that are even funny. There are others that uh, make the game unplayable. So it all depends, I guess. Obviously, yeah. this is a personal opinion. I have no problem with with having uh, roach in the roof every now and then. Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, but but Fallout seventy six. Um, well, there, there were quests that you couldn't finish due to bugs.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's standard with every. Bethesda game. Like, again, every, I, I mean, I have to double check this, but I believe that in, uh, for sure in Skyrim, there was a a common bug and some audio issues that, for the most part, prevented the player from actually finishing the game on the day one release non-patched version. It just was too buggy and your chances of actually completing the the main quest line, not to mention dozens of other quests, was practically impossible. Without you using console commands and, and forcing workarounds and knowing exactly what the issues were, you couldn't actually finish anything. And it's because of this that, you know, that a lot of people look at, at the general, like, environment and go, yeah, you know, this is, this is normal. Well, it's not normal for people who, who, who don't like that and who take pride in their work. You know, they, they, they want to, they want to tweak it, change it and alter it, you know, and, and make the, the product polished before they put it out versus other people who are like, you know, if again, I've mentioned this, how many times before, if this was an EA game, it would have been released a year ago and it would be so buggy and it would not be mm-hmm. like there'd be so much in it that was not flushed out. There would be there was so much in it that wasn't as polished as it could be. Um, you know, and then, and we'll see how the final product is, you know, what, and, but it's, it's, it's like this isn't the company that has the habit of, of, you know, looking to screw you over. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. So it's something that people can calm down a little bit on, not okay. to sound patronizing, but just like, like it's, it's not the end of the world and it, it's there because it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um And it's not them doing it to, to do a whole bunch of different things. Um And, and in fact, here's another, here's another potentially good, Outcome that you can get from this because it's been pushed back five months. There's a potential now that they may be able to order more collector's editions from their manufacturers. So we may get a new opportunity to do the, um, to do the purchases. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: what they may end up doing is they may end up finding some workaround or some solution so that the, the resellers don't snap them all up. And then, you know, they're selling. You got to remember right now, I think I looked recently and there's still hundreds and hundreds of copies for sale for four or five times the amount that, that they bought it for on like eBay and and stuff like that right now. So Mm -hmm. that's a serious problem and it's a serious problem with everything. Like, I mean, concerts, uh, the whole nine yards. Right. Um, I actually prefer the, the, there's one person who put out an idea about it. um, as to like how to uh, how to tweak it and f- and fix it, and that would be to um, to have when the game or when the concert is announced, the tickets are like ten thousand dollars each, and then as it gets closer to the day, mm-hmm. those tickets drop in price to the point where you know a week before the concert or the game release, it's down to about like the collector's edition is down to like fifty bucks. But it's probably going to be sold out before then because people will have at, at some point, somebody will be like, um, okay, collector's edition is $400 right now. I've got the money and I want to guarantee this buy. Instead of having spent that money on a reseller, they're sending that money directly to the studio. Right. So it's an, it's an interesting concept. Um, and. I think another way that you should be able to do it is you should have you should be able to like have some kind of a verification system for for fans, you know, people who follow you on Twitter, people who who interact on your forums, that kind of stuff, and and you know, you can guarantee them a sale because you know that they're a real person, they're not a bot that's been floating around. But then we'll end up getting bots that are you know planted for years at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So it it's by you know, this is no simple easy solution irregardless you know regardless of the the situation because irregardless doesn't mean that but um, regardless of the situation there's always going to be somebody who's going to come up with some way to screw over other people who are trying to to get this stuff but this may open up that opportunity there a little bit so that's that's kind of cool I think one thing that might be cool is if
0: is if um, yeah no I'll I'll leave it at that (laughs) Well, what else is cool is they came out and stated that, um, Cyberpunk Multiplayer is that, uh, 2021, uh, AAA RPG that they were developing. Obviously, that's been pushed back, but it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to know that that was the second big project that they were working on. I think uh, there was some speculation it could be a, a new IP or, or Witcher even potentially. Yeah. Um, we've been, uh,
2: I think Mad Queen and I have been saying this for, uh, a very long time. It's like, ah, eh, they're working on a, the, the multiplayer is going to be a lot bigger than you, than you think it is. And mm-hmm. it, it got that way because it had started out as one thing and it had slowly shifted over time to be something different. Originally, when we, we put out some really early on leaks, which were like, they've been nodded at several times as being correct. Um, as the, as the original concept of what the multiplayer was, mm-hmm. but since what, that uh, point, like
1: three, four years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago, and they basically looked at it and said, "You know what? We're going to change the the plan." So that doesn't. And this is this is why you don't do too many too many like. I I, we don't leak everything that we get on games and studios because sometimes some of it just isn't. It just isn't accurate after like three years of development. Mm -hmm. It's not that the that at the time we got the leak and it was you know, it was incorrect. It's that we got the leak and we're like, no, this is, this is going to change at some point. And at the, at the current time when they had come up with this concept of like the drop in drop out, like, like really, you know, that was a popular thing in, in gaming as a, as a concept. It was something that people really liked the idea of. They're like, yeah, I want to like have people seamlessly join my, my game when they're playing it it's great on paper really doesn't translate well like really really doesn't translate well there's a point where it's like um yeah this is um this is not actually what people want um it's great on paper but in in practice it it didn't it didn't it just didn't snap so they went back to the drawing board. Came up with what we believe is going to be a far superior system for the multiplayer, but it got so big and the scope increased so much that either they had to release it separately or they were going to end up having like a a, what, a five or mm-hmm. six year, you know, um, tack on from there, which was like a few years ago. So we would have been looking at like a, a 2022, 2023 <laughs> release but now it's broken up so now we get the single player game now and then we're going to get the multiplayer version um you know probably 2022 probably early 2022 um depending on or or currently like looking at it depends what they get
0: mm-hmm. and what
2: they do for expansions and that kind of stuff
0: right because they're still they still have the same mentality of doing the expansions and all that stuff before they tackle mm-hmm. the multiplayer so i'd imagine that's going to be in some sort of pre-production for a while up until they they can transfer i mean they have 40 people in the the studio apparently working on multiplayer i don't know if that's big in the scope of things when it comes to multiplayer games um but yeah
1: they are losing they are using a lot of assets Mm -hmm. from from the uh from cyberpunk 2077
0: sure yeah and then they have uh, obviously digital escapes and some other studios working with them right for assets most likely
1: well, uh, if if the base game is being developed in in Warsaw and Krakow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the uh, multiplayer is being developed in Digital skips, what is the people in in Wrocław doing?
2: Yeah, well, that's another question, right? There's, there's there is like currently when we hear what they're working on and and how many people are working on what title, there's like three hundred people that are unaccounted for. That's a, that's enough people to be working on a, a cons- considerably large game. And it's been like that for over a year. Wait, so, sorry,
0: sorry, I missed that part. What, 300 people um... are
2: unaccounted for as far as like, so we know how many people they currently employ. Mm-hmm. They've gone up six times the, the, um, the base, six, almost seven times the amount of people, uh, since Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Now we know that there's, um, we know that the, but about half of those people are working on Cyberpunk right now. Uh, another like quarter, or, uh, actually a lot less. It's like one eighth of that Quint. is working on the multiplayer game.
3: Okay. Um,
2: then there's another like one eighth that's working on the Gwent game. Mm-hmm. But then there's this like anywhere between it's it's basically anywhere between 100 and 300 people. And again, it's it's a lot of speculation, but basically we're just we're just kind of putting things together as we're as they're mentioning them in like you know uh their their financial calls it's not this is not inside info this is just this is publicly available information that they put out there um and we can tell that okay there's a big chunk of people that are not working on something and we know we know for a fact that this big chunk of people that are are working on something we know for a fact that that they were not working on on the on new Witcher content. So now that the, that lawsuit has been settled, now they can start working on the next Witcher game mm-hmm. because it's been settled and they have the license and, and all that stuff, which is great news. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's huge news that we're, we're, we're ready to move ahead on that, right? We're, or they're ready to move ahead on that. Uh, we're, we're as the community are ready to receive more Witcher content in a few years, I think. Um, it'll probably be at the peak of the, the Witcher uh, Netflix show because it it went over pretty darn well. Mm -hmm. Um, It proved that there was a lot of interest to it. It was, they proved that there was a lot of, you know, people who were ready for the game where they were, they were ready for the content. So, or sorry, more Witcher content, uh, as far as the Netflix thing goes, that translates into people more interested in the game and they have a big opportunity that's growing, but they're, they're, the show is going to grow a lot more now because they have more funding for that. Mm-hmm. So as the show gets better and um uh, Mad Queen, what's the name of the actor who's playing him know, The Henry, Henry Henry? Henry,
1: yeah. Henry? Henry. Yeah,
2: Henry. Cabille. Henry. Yeah. That's that's what I thought it was. Um so yeah, Henry is, is growing in popularity. He's become very popular with the <laughs> ladies. <laughs> with the ladies, but he's also like he also called out you know, um <laughs> several things that that made people, you know, even more happy with him. Mm-hmm. And so- I, I, I
1: wonder if the people that is listening to this to this knows the difference between your regular robot tone and your I'm joking tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine? No, it's sides. <laughs> oh. Because yeah, sometimes I, he makes a joke and his I'm joking tone is quite similar to his regular tone. And yeah. I'm not sure that if you don't know him well you can tell the difference.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I think we can all tell, but people in yeah, chat might well, be a little confused. It, it
2: takes a bit. It takes a bit, but basically, it's like it's, we're at the point now where, I mean, again, some people are mad and don't like the direction of it, but it's trending upwards. And I think, like a lot of people, didn't like the first season of, of Game of Thrones, and they stuck around, and then they ended up really enjoying, you know, two, three, and four, and then it went downhill from there, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. so. But, but by that time, you know, if this is the, if this is going to follow the Witcher thing, then the Witcher will probably be able to give us something that people are definitely interested in again at some point once they, once they kind of hit that critical mass. So yeah, that's,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that I think is, is going to work out well. Um,
0: and they can already yeah. cast Marcini Winsky as a young V, so it's perfect, since he looks a <laughs> lot. Oh alive. my
1: god, I'm so tired of all of you saying <laughs> the name like this. Marcin. Marcin, Marcin
0: sorry. Iwinski,
1: like, like like the W is a V, Ivinsky. Well,
0: I've heard it in so not... many different different ways.
1: Well, listen it to him confusing. introducing himself.
0: I, I, doesn't yeah. he not say, doesn't he not? Okay, maybe I, I gotta listen again.
1: Yeah. There's too Go to, For instance, now clip has an interview with him that starts with him introducing himself, but actually starts with him doing a joke for a very famous Polish film. But after that, he introduces himself.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll go revisit it.
1: Martin yeah. Iwinski. It's not that hard, I swear.
0: It's, it's hard. It's hard for me. <laughs> it's
1: now, imagine hard. that the W is a V. <laughs> it's easy, Iwinski.
0: Listen, us North Americans suck at pronunciation. But do you know how to say your yeah. thing?
1: It's not that it's a sound that is that is different from yours.
0: Especially especially us
2: Canadians, right? Canadians, eh? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah, eh? I mean I mean, you know, sometimes you know you say things differently and we're like, oh you hosers. We just call and them hosers, and... yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So
1: you should apologize, like a whole good Canadian.
0: Oh, we always apologize. Yeah. We're gonna change that stereotype and stop apologizing.
2: Uh, it's it's starting it's starting out here in the west it's starting
0: we're starting to get ruder and ruder over time Mm -hmm. like match the world standards (laughs) we're like we're done we're done playing nice now
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to correct all of you every time that you say (laughs) you please do which in fact is more difficult to say (laughs)
0: i'm just gonna write i'm just gonna get a sticky note and write down all like all the names phonetically and then stick it to my computer screen that would probably help the most seems the most i'll make,
1: I'll make you a video
0: okay yeah please yeah do it i'll I'll, watch that. I'll,
1: do, I'll do a video with the phone i'll put it on no private disco <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so going back to maybe um the the conference that CD project red uh, released post um their announcement of the of the delay um what do you guys think about the statement that they made about they're going to have a presence at gamescom and e3 uh obviously that's changed a little bit what can we expect what what's the marketing going to look like it's it's kind of confusing cuz because of the delay but i don't know like e3 gamescom are they gonna have a big presence i'd imagine maybe not mm-hmm.
1: two, two things about it first I, i'd like to answer tico in the comments that say i see my queen is still the worst well obviously <laughs> <laughs> why would i stop being an asshole i have no reason and the second thing that i would say about it is uh i remember the what's that that was my cat sorry. Oh, okay I remember during past A3 that Daniel Dreyer interviewed, interviewed Martin Ivinsky. And at the end of the interview, they were talking about cyberpunk. And at the end of the interview, uh, Danny looks at Martinez and says, well, uh, will we see cyberpunk on next e 3
0: <laughs> Oh, and he's like, oh, Danny, you can't say that to me. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> he knew, he knew deep down. Knew
1: because, because I mean, For people listening, the funny thing about this joke is that Martin Evinsky has always been very clear about his personal policy, which translates to the policy of his studio in being, uh, in not being against delay, in being pro delay, if you have to delay the game for whatever the reason you delay it. That's one of the reasons why I just don't understand how there are people that are surprised. Mm -hmm. I can understand people that are, you know, frustrated, but surprised? What's the surprise?
0: Mm-hmm. what well, the? Whole, I, like,
1: I was going somewhere with this but i completely forgot
0: <laughs> well like they can't have as big a presence obviously as they did last year they announced keanu i don't think you can really match that but like is it they said they're gonna have more regular frequent updates what does that really mean over the over the span of eight months it, obviously mm-hmm. it's going to be back uh back loaded right it's not going to be we're not going to get well, most of it in the beginning it's they be... have
1: a lot of lore to explain and they have a lot of, <coughs> of music to show.
0: Yeah, but lore, lore is kind of spoilery. Gets into spoilery content, doesn't it?
1: Well, it depends. It's also explaining the universe. They can introduce another Booster Gangs. They can show the Bozos. Hmm. Or any other Booster gang. shows. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs>
4: they the can Lizzie's. also show, show... The
1: Lizzie's. <laughs> they can also show a uh, show a song by Grimes. They can also, uh, I don't know, a new new Samurai song. They can show a new trailer. They can they show another. The, the ARG
0: is still going on too, so that's leading somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. I cosplay mean, there's contest. plenty of
1: things. But, uh,
0: sorry. <gasps> the cosplay contest as well. I know people are sick of hearing about that though.
1: Is it isn't is isn't the con- cosplay contest finished?
0: Yeah. It is, it is it finished? But, they it announced been winners.
3: Been...
1: I I think think
3: we can. Really? How did I not see this?
1: I am. I am positive I saw the finalists, and now now I'm trying to. Yeah, they're finalists, but.
0: Oh yeah, the finalists.
1: But did we see the winners? I
0: don't don't know. No, no, they haven't been winners. Just the finalists have been announced.
1: Oh, maybe I remember. There's a a photo
0: contest too, which has voting. Voting is open up.
1: How many entries?
0: There's like 96 pages, there's like 20 pictures per page, a lot, quite a lot.
1: <laughs> Don't make me count.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't count that, that high. I'm too
1: dumb. <laughs> okay, I want two Canadians jokes, because now you're a majority, usually I have, I have last known meal with me, that's how, he's also European, so two Euro- Europeans against two Canadians.
0: Yeah, it's fair, now it's unfair.
1: Yeah, I'll have to bring Mr. Ruber in.
0: <laughs> Go for it. Maybe, maybe he needs to have a guest appearance or she.
1: Well, she's sleeping, but one day, one day I'll bring, I'll bring Mr. Ruber to, to the podcast.
0: Okay. So should we move on to, um, maybe discussions about crunch? I don't know if you guys want to have this, this discussion <laughs> over and over and over again, or is there something else we want to say about the release date? the delay and-
3: um i mean to to reiterate the delay to
2: september they probably didn't need that long but you don't release the game in the middle of summer N- not if you want to move you know that much product um they want to make a splash and having it come out in the middle of summer wouldn't wouldn't really do that so they might as well have a, a date in a time where it's more available to a lot of people um yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just, there's some people who like, you know, there's, there's some people that I know that still go and they, you know, they work at or they send their kids to or they attend like family camp for like three weeks. And, and then mm-hmm. I know other people, especially like there's a lot of college students who take, you know, summer jobs and, and, uh, summer camp jobs and all that kind of stuff where, I mean, they're out of contact basically for like two, you know, two months, mm-hmm. three sometimes where they're just, they're just not there. You know, they're, they're lucky if they have cell phone reception. Um, and I mean, that's, that's one of the, um, it's one of the the really cool things about, I don't think Europe does this or they certainly don't do it as much, but like, like, I mean, I, I grew up on that kind of stuff. Like I grew up on like, you know, summer camp life and, and that kind of stuff where you're, you know, where you're gone for like two months Mm -hmm. straight, you know, working, working away, uh, you know, foraging in the middle of the forest or or you know doing all kinds of other stuff um you know and that's that's uh that that was those that was fun but you don't want to cut those people out because they just happen to be out for the summer when a lot of other people are on vacation or they're working really hard on summer jobs and they actually like Mm -hmm. you know they're actually out there you know 12 13 16 hours a day sometimes working away um and because it's, it's good, it's the right time. Sometimes people are building something, you know, they're working on a major summer project. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just not a good time to do releases.
0: Yeah. So, up here September, in Canada, it's the only time we get to be works. outside because mm-hmm. it's actually warm yeah. for once. So.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, the whole, the, like the whole north, like Canada, Canada and a whole bunch of, uh, states, uh, provinces in the states mm-hmm. has been under like, it's been minus thirty here recently,
0: so I got frostbite the other the other day <laughs> for the first time ever.
2: Jesus, it was not yeah. fun. <laughs> no, no, it's it's. I I went out for a walk and like good thing my CPU runs at like one hundred and fifty degrees <laughs> because I was like, wow, how do people live in this? It's like minus thirty five right now. It's minus forty five with the wind chill. What? on earth why why do people live here i don't understand i'm going back to area 51 like screw this seriously <laughs> i just i just couldn't take it it's like it's like wow this is cold i mean there's cold and then there's cold mm-hmm. and i mean i'm sorry but if global warming means that that we don't get minus 35 in the future here oh, i mean I'm I'm, yeah I'm, on board. I'm I'm totally game because this is like yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of people be, you know, displaced, uh, you know, in places. But I mean, seriously, there's, there's like 3,000 miles of absolutely nothing north of us. <laughs> this is true. Just, this, trust me, we can move a lot of people here. I'm, just I'm, I'm every, already picturing it.
0: Just shift everybody, know, everybody up a little bit north. Yeah. The whole yeah world. Everybody shifts.
2: I now, Obviously, I'm
0: joking, guys. Don't, <laughs> don't. Don't take that too far. Matt it's Green not is a political like, statement. It's Matt just. Is it's like, just I cannot a joke. relate. She's warm yeah. 24, seven, <laughs> 365.
2: Well, I mean, for her, it gets really hot in the summertime. So there's, there's too much heat. And then there's like, you know, the right amount of heat. So yeah, I'm, I'm trolling a little bit. It's, it's, um, but I'm not kidding. There's, there's like 3,000 miles of basically nothing, but empty land here. And it's like, I mean, it's like, it's like people talk about like the the earth is being overpopulated. You haven't seen certain areas of Northern Canada. There's there, you can fit an entire countries. I think you fit most of Europe in a a little bit of the the Northwest. Like you take the Northwest territories and, and like all the, the cold stuff where people don't live. It's like 8,000 people live across an area that, in most other places in the world, houses at least a billion people. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, I think we can, I mean, you gotta, you gotta overcome the whole, you know, environment thing, but there's a lot of people that could fit up there. And that's just, that's just in, in Canada. There's there's an equally big chunk of that in, in, uh, North, Northeast Asia, you know, Russia type area where it's like, there's a lot of land out there that they could, you know once again, once we develop the tech and mm-hmm. and and work
0: stuff out, it was like it's like there's a lot of growth potential there, so I mean, but anyways, when, so. when you're in an area where there's something called permafrost, you know it's pretty damn cold, yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you just you just dig down a little bit and you'll hit
2: like ice, <laughs> and then that ice is there, like I mean, I remember in the middle of summer, I was digging a ditch when I was a kid and uh just a just a wee little uh just a wee little calculator little um and was uh like dug down about four and a half feet hit hit frozen ice that's crazy like, not just not just like frozen ground but like literal like it was mostly just ice, mm-hmm. and it's the way that the the swamp kind of like grew up and around the 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 frozen ice and then it just stays frozen all the time and it's like oh okay well we could probably work off of that (laughs) i mean seriously Mm -hmm. because this is this is
0: this this has potential for something so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well shall we move on to the uh crunch topic everyone's most favorite thing to talk about that nobody really truly understands (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) so crunch first let's define the roles because this is this is often misunderstood
1: before before you go on mm-hmm. uh type um going to even even though even though I, i've i've talked about it and i've i've talked about what i talked with developers and all this i'm going to totally let you talk on this and and not not say anything at all because uh i've reached a point with with i honestly feel kind of uncomfortable talking about the subject because we're reaching a point where we're the humanizing people, and we're forgetting that we're talking mm-hmm. about the private life of people.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And just, I'm, I'm super saturated with this subject. The only reason, the only reason why, why I did the video is uh, because I'm just, I'm just so tired. Please let deaf works. They are yeah. working very hard. Let, let them work. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm really tired that people don't understand that we're talking about the private life of mm-hmm. of people this is one true. thing is, is is going to to you know how how a company treats its employees stop stop saying well stop talking about what you don't know and i've had my battles on twitter not defending crunch or or, or, or criticizing crunch
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's just that just talk if you are really concerned about developers talk to them and learn if if things are improving but most of all stop dehumanizing them most of people working there is is breaking their back and trying to make an awesome game. While people is discussing if they work too much or they work too little, and they forget that we're talking about people that you know have ham- families to take care of, mm-hmm. have loved ones that are that are waiting for them, that are concerned that maybe they work too much or that uh, they cannot deal with the stress. I mean, it's 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 important not to lose the perspective and not to forget that we're talking about human beings.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to
1: say now. Now I'm going to leave this object for you.
3: Yeah, so we'll we'll
2: first define um, a couple of different crunches and then we'll talk about, because again, we don't know exactly how this is going to play out. We don't have concrete, you know, irresistible proof of how something is or is not going to measure up. So let's bear that in mind first and then not lose our heads over you know, trying to, uh, trying to, you know, define it into, into oblivion. Um, so bad crunch, let bad crunch is, um, where actually, no, let's start with good crunch. So good crunch is boss comes into the meeting room or over the income or whatever, sends out a mass email, says, look, guys, we're going to be doing crunch time this, this over the next month. Uh, during this next month, if you pull in an extra, you know, 200 hours over the course of the month, uh, we're going to be giving you a free Xbox, a free PlayStation, um, next gens and, or, you know, something other. And then everybody's going to make a, uh, you know, a, a bonus, um, a bonus half time on top of their time, you know time and a half so you're getting double time for all worked hours plus you're getting the xboxes and then everybody's going to be either entered into a draw or something like that and somebody's going to win a three thousand dollar vacation somewhere uh you know next year when when we're off or you know whatever that's good crutch it's Mm -hmm. totally optional they give you amazing things to work at so you go home you talk to your significant other and you're like hey so the boss is doing this um do you think we can shuffle some stuff around and uh you know, do th- you think it's worth it? Um And then you make the decision and then you act on it. Um, that this is good crunch. And this is pretty normal in most working situations where they need stuff done. And the boss has figured out that, you know, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So, that's kind of more or less how, how good crunch is looked at. Um, bad crunch in the industry is where it's like, okay, everybody, you're going to show up and everybody's going to be putting in mandatory 12 hours a day. And if you don't, um, you're sure not getting that promotion. And you might not be here in the summer when uh, when we're finished this project and we're moving on to the next because we don't know if we can, you know, we don't know if we can rely on you because you're not willing to put in the time. So you have to do this, you know, period. And then there's the, the, the really bad crunch that we've heard the nightmare stories over where it's like, it's like, God, my, I just had, you know, somebody pass away. I've been through this personally twice, where it's like one, once it was for my dog and once it was for um, a family member. And it's like, it's like, yeah, need to, um, look, I need, I need to take a day off. Uh, and, and the response came down. Uh, nope. Uh, Like, like, no, I'll only be gone for like an hour or two, but I have to go to the funeral. Nope. What do you mean? No. Like, this is my, like, you know, I, you know, we have, we have labor laws. It's like, well, you call that labor law. Yeah. You might get that time off, but, um, you know, you, you already have three, uh, uh, written write-ups. I'm like, no, I don't. Well, yeah, I just, I just saw one here. Uh, some, some person came in and said, you spit on them. Like, excuse me. What? Like, well, sorry. That's what's on the paper here. I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating, but mm. this is the kind of stuff. This is really bad crunch where the boss is like, they're basically going to any level to make sure that you show up for that time and they don't respect you at all, period. Again, it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but this stuff actually happens. I'm sure most people who've worked the crappy jobs understand that kind of perspective. So there's bad crunch, really bad crunch, and then there's good crunch, you know, crunch that people, you know, take advantage of because, hey, they can work that way. You know, Mm -hmm. I know, I know people who, you know, they take, they take the best years of their life and they work like absolute madmen. And they've basically set themselves up for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And that is something that, that I wish I had done more, you know, when I was, when I was a little bit younger, that's something that I would encourage everybody to do. If you're, you know, if you, Got the energy to work like 18 hours a day and you can find a job that pays you really, really well, but you have to work like crazy and you have to do that and you can do that for like two or three years and you take like 80% of what you make and put it in a, in a long term like mutual fund. You've basically set up your entire retirement for life. Mm-hmm. And you can do that just for a few years because you, you know, you do this when you're like, you know, 18, 19, 20, if you can pull together like a hundred grand over the course of a few years, put that into a long-term, you know, really successful mutual fund and then walk away from it for the next 40 years, adding a little bit to it every, every couple months. Like there's calculators that you can calculate that at, even if you get like 5% interest, but if you can like get anywhere between 10 and, Mm -hmm. and a little higher, I mean, you're a millionaire when you retire. Just based off of that hundred grand that you put in, you know, that time. Yes, it takes four years to mature. But I mean that, that, and this is something really people should be like, good Lord, people should be like teaching this in school these days. Like this, this should be like one of the main classes is like how to set yourself up for life. Here's what you do. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: for some reason we don't have this as a class. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get political or, or, or preachy, but that that's so good crunch, Bad crunch, very bad crunch. Mm-hmm.
0: And you guys said um, something. You guys said something really uh, powerful in the last podcast that you did. Mm-hmm. It's crunch. Crunch has this like vitriolic response to even the like the word crunch. But in mm-hmm. essence, it's just overtime, right? And obviously, yeah. overtime has negative connotation as well. But this this word crunch in the video game industry has this such like like lashback yeah. response. It's because kind of like the they're... monetization issue, right? It's like yeah. microtransactions, monetization. Monetization is much different than. Microtransactions, although it does fall mm-hmm. within the same potential guidelines or whatever, but that the response to like these words is like it's crazy sometimes, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And and this is what I'm trying to get at, like the fact that 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 crunch is involved in the industry or that overtime is involved in the industry. That that you're gonna, you know, there's a good chance that you could probably spend 12 hours at work mm-hmm. in a day. This is this is not abnormal there there are lots of people who have to work two to three jobs to make ends meet mm-hmm. and you know i i don't see many puritanical um people i don't want to get too i i have no respect for these people they work jobs where they work um you know seven to eight hours a day usually take friday off and they're getting paid around a hundred and a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year um, and these are the people who are complaining the most about how like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we've got to change the system. It's like, you're at the top of the system, dude.
0: Yeah. Like you're, what do you know? Th- right. Like-
2: one of the most vocal voices, uh, for, for video game developers right now. Um, and I say vocal because it's really, really, really not actually, um, this is this is not somebody who's actually like honest in their their appraisal because this is somebody who's on the top, who's in the peak, who's making tons and tons of money and they don't understand the 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 weight and the pressure that's on some of these new kids that are, you know, 19, 20 just out of, you know, a couple of you know, a couple of courses at college, they managed to land a a position in a company and they're working like crazy just to try and like make ends meet there. You know, you look at, um, you look at a, cu- a couple of these big companies, it's like Activision, right? Activision blizzard is probably one of the worst, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lots and lots of information has come out about working conditions. there. Uh, a big YouTuber who's dealt with them recently has come out and, and confirmed what I've been kind of, hinting at for a long time and that's that's working for blizzard is probably one of the most painful horrendous things you can do to yourself you most of those people that are most of the grunts that are working at blizzard live in a communal apartment where there's five or six of them sharing one apartment with two to three rooms and they're doing this for four to five years not to get that hundred thousand Bucks that I was telling you about earlier. No, they're being paid basically like the absolute minimum of the minimum. And a bunch of their hours are being shorted constantly. They're basically getting paid nothing. And you know what they're told? Hey, it's Blizzard, man. Blizzard. I mean, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be, first of all, you're making, you're making things that everybody wishes they could make. This happens at Rockstar too. Just, just, I mean, allegedly, allegedly. Mm -hmm. you know rockstar likes to send out goons to uh to allegedly likes to send out goons (laughs) to uh to bully people so i gotta make that clear but um you know this this is standard stuff in the industry to abuse your workers in ridiculous ways Mm -hmm. and and you don't see this particular person writing articles about those companies you don't see them calling out you know, rock star for mm-hmm. this alleged conduct. You don't see them calling out um other companies because of lawsuits that they've lost mm-hmm. because of how they've treated their employees. You don't see this guy standing up for them. Oh, the minute that CDPR is mentioned though, Oh, he's going to go to war over that. Why? Well, as we pointed out before, it turns out that his financial interests mm-hmm. really do allow for him to to poke at CDPR, but doesn't really allow him to poke at some of these other companies because, well, it turns out that his boss's boss's boss is the guy who also owns some of these other companies. So it's, it's kind of weird that you'll see him raise up a, a storm when it comes to CDPR, but mm-hmm. he's never going to actually mention anything about companies that his boss's boss's boss happens to own that seems a little strange and a little weird and i right. and i'm a little sick of it and i mean this again i just want to point this out because mm-hmm. there 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 are a lot of youtubers and there's a lot of <clears throat> mediaites who they'll speak poorly about one company because they, they know that there's not going to be a reaction against them. They speak out against another company. They know that they're going to be blacklisted and taken off the record and they're not going to get a bunch of free goodies and they're not going to. And and what's their reaction to this? Well, you know, maybe I can find a way to phrase this so that it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings and mm-hmm. certainly doesn't um cause any problems for my boss's boss's boss. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's disgusting. Like, you want to know why people are revolting against You know, that, 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 that's why, that's why, Mm -hmm. because you're so you're, you're hypocrites. There's nothing but hypocrites in this field. Mm -hmm. So when we look at CDPR and when they're talking about crunch, um, did they used to do the bad crunch Yes, Witcher Three was from from some people. Yes, Mm -hmm. you you heard this, and you heard this from from a fair number of people. But you also heard from those people because we interviewed them. Mad Queen interviewed a lot of them. Mm -hmm. She went through painstaking research to confirm this over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, is that yes, they did a lot of that bad crunch. Did they do that very bad crunch? The bad, bad, the very bad crunch? No, because a lot of those people had come from companies that did that, and they said, yeah. Yeah, you want to hear about crunch? I've got horror stories for you. Mm-hmm. CDPR they never went that far. Right. They never went that. They never went to the lengths as some of these other allegedly companies, mm-hmm. and such ex- as allegedly Rockstar and allegedly Activision.
0: Right. And some of these new articles are kind of like making it seem like mm-hmm. they're they're gonna crunch more. They've been given extra time to to theoretically alleviate, alleviate mm-hmm. crunch, alleviate stress. So they have more time to polish. They can work yeah. at at a more comfortable pace. How, how, how does that increase crunch? How, like, well, it's still, it's well, still going to happen. It's a creative job. There's a deadline, obviously mm-hmm. that deadlines doesn't don't necessarily, I mean, they've been extended bottom mm-hmm. line that the deadline has been extended. How, how does that increase crunch? Yeah. And now,
2: I've spoken with a lot of devs recently uh, on the promise of anonymity. So I'm not going to be, I'm not even going to be quoting anything that they said verbatim. Hmm. Um But I'm going to say that, that, that the general thought is, is like, yeah, you know, it's going to be busy. It's going to be a little bit of extra work. Everybody's going to be expected to at least put in 10 hours a day, but that's not something that we're not used to. Hmm. And, you know, it, it's a lot better. Now, some people are going to be, you know, spending 16 hours at the company. Yeah, but most of that's going to be voluntary. Mm-hmm. You know, is there going to be one or two cases where that's not necessarily voluntary? That, yeah, but that's kind of happens that that really does kind of happen, um, in, in tech industry, especially when you're, you're working on stuff like this, where it's like you encounter a problem with the code right. and, and this problem needs to be solved before another wing of the company, another team can continue to work. Mm-hmm. So you have got to work tonight. You and your team have to work, complete, you know, everything as, as much as you can. And then basically like run with that and, and combine that into, um, you know, into a patch that you can get out for the next day. Right. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is, and that's normal. Like again, it's not, it, it, you hope that it's not constant but does it happen every once in a while sometimes it does mm-hmm. and and sometimes the 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 social pressure of the of the work and the 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 people really do encourage you to you know to put that stuff mm-hmm. through and and try and try and jam it through um now i hit the wrong button here but i want to respond to uh, uh jacob um I I did hit the wrong button. I meant to hit the other one. Um, your, your statement as to whether you think I'm, I'm fanboying for them. No, I'm just being honest. I'm being, being completely honest in that CDPR is better than most companies because they're willing to, um, go above and beyond. If this company was dirty, grimy, slimy, and deserved to be called out, they'd be putting microtransactions in this game because why not? Everybody else is doing it. You know, the, even if you were to put small microtransactions that don't really, you know, aren't really repeatable, but you can put enough in, you know, you can, you can put in that, uh, uh, that really sick cap, the, the awesome, like, you know, mm-hmm. John Wick suit and that, you know, really tight, tiny mini bikini and and or mini skirt and bikini. Um those those are gonna be ten bucks each. You know, everybody else does it. I mean you know Fortnite does that every week. You know? Mm-hmm. There's something there's some there's something to buy for twenty bucks every week in Fortnite. Why can't they do that? If they were were really that kind of a company, they'd be doing that kind of stuff. They'd be squeezing they'd be nickel and diming you in some way. They don't. So mm-hmm. why do you think that they're going to be nickel, nickel and diming their own employees? Right. If they're not if they if they've got such a backbone that they're refusing to do it when realistically they could get away with it. Like realistically, if if CDPR walked out and said, Hey guys, uh there's gonna be a couple microtransactions, they're only um you know, they're only uh uh you know just visual customization, um, and there's only gonna be five of them, period. We're not going to be adding any more until the expansion comes out. We're not going to be, you know, doing this every day. Most people would come to their defense and say, yeah, that's fine. They're promising five. That's it. You know, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they walk away from it. That, that's if they really were that kind of a company, they'd be doing that kind of stuff. But when they say that no, they're treating us with respect and they're treating their employees with respect, you base, you judge them based off of the actions that they do, mm-hmm. not after actions that you can theoretically make up,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, and, and yes, this, this actually, you know, hurts us because I have defended, you know, Bioware in the past saying that, that look, I spoke to a lot of Bioware people before Anthem came out. They all swore to me that this was the best game that they've ever worked on. I don't know what happened or how they lost their minds, but something didn't jive right. Something didn't really work out in that field because that was a, that was a dumpster fire of, of stupidity. And that mm. statement made me question their sanity. Like legitimately, I'm like, guys, are you okay? Are, like you, you guys do it all right there. Is there a gas leak in your building? I'm just curious because the only way that somebody could look at this game and say this was the best thing they have ever worked on is if you guys were in, inhaling some, you know, serious, uh, Uh, natural gas and, um, we're, we're tripping pretty much daily because this is, this is serious. Like you didn't create just a mess. You guys participated in one of the most horrendous messes I've ever seen, period. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't take what you say at face value anymore because of this. So again, am I a fanboy of CDPR? Well, I mean, in the sense that they're a good company doing good stuff and they're making stances that, that they're backing up with their actions. Yeah. Am I blindly turning an eye to stuff that they're doing? no
0: mm-hmm. like no they're not they're not perfect. They're not a perfect company they've they like like if you think
2: I haven't complained about some aspects in this game. You clearly uh, haven't you haven't stickling. heard his third
0: person speeches.
2: <laughs> you haven't heard my third person speeches. You haven't heard my emergent speeches. And
1: they don't need to.
2: And they, they don't and you they, don't need because, to today.
1: We discussed this way too many times already.
2: <laughs> I, I was uh actually you know it's kind of funny. Um I was talking to one of the devs and they were being a little lippy with me. And this was a dev that I had not spoke spoken to before. And they were being a little lippy to me, and I'm like, "Why is he being so lippy to me?" And I'm like, "I'm trying to be like really nice," and and he's like, "But yeah, that that third person, eh?" Oh. He's like, "Oh, oh, okay, all right, ha ha, all right, all right, okay, okay." And then he laughed about it. He's like, "No, seriously, we watch you every week, and and we <laughs> we love what you do." So so if you're listening, thank you. Uh, you know, thanks thanks for listening, thanks for being here, and yeah. You know, he he called Mm -hmm. me out on some stuff, and and I called him out on some stuff. And this is, again, why I think the company deserves general respect and Mm -hmm. not to assume the worst, because they've proven that they
3: don't, period. Right. So...
0: Link, Link over Heaven, uh, had a question in the chat that I wanted to mention. He, uh, he mentions, didn't they say that they're going to be microtransactions in Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer? No, they didn't. They, they haven't announced their monetization model yet. They, they could sell it as a standalone. There could be microtransactions. We don't know. Um, CDPR has put microtransactions in their games before in Gwent. Uh, no one seems to complain about that because it's done fairly. I think, um, the industry has kind of like given that word, done that word a disservice. Just because it's based out agreed, but um, yeah. we don't know the monetization yeah, model they, did,
2: well. they they did not say what they did say is that they see no reason to change the current format of their monetization that they have used in the past mm-hmm. that that is a that is a sort of a translated but direct quote is that they they don't see any reason why they should alter what they have been doing because what they have been doing has worked just fine. Which means that they're basically kind of saying no to the, to the microtransaction thing. Again, has not been officially released. They said that they're not talking about it because it has not been decided, period. Right. And then a bunch of people ran a bunch of articles about how there's going to be microtransactions in there, even though the word not microtransaction never even showed up in the transcript Mm -hmm. of the call. Mm -hmm. And they just made that up. They made that up and they lied to the community to get clicks.
0: And that's the ripple effect of misinformation. Once you see it once, even if they go back and correct it, it's kind of if, say, 50% of the people don't go back and see the correction or notice it, 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 it that's the effect it, it's taken, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: So, again, I mean, you judge them based off of their actions, right? Um, based off of the actions from, from EA and, and BioWare, I'm never pre-ordering a game of theirs again. Never um not i mean not not, never never i'm I'm not pre-ordering another game from them you know until they can prove in the next two or three titles that they're actually have learned and grown up um you know that that's just that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. so
0: um but yeah key Key 140 says do you guys think that um that due to the delay they will focus on adding some of the features that were removed last year i'm not aware of any features that were removed
2: Yeah. There's been features that were changed in, especially in the character creation. There was things that they're, they've been tweaking with and, and playing around with. Um, but those are basically, this is one of the scenarios where basically CDPR has a habit of, of they, they look at a particular game mechanic. They basically get the crew to invent like three or four different iterations of it or more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they pick from the best one. Right. And each time they say, go back, do it from scratch. Go back, do it from scratch. Go back, do it from scratch because they're reinventing the wheel each time they 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 do that. And yeah, is that a lot of wasted time? I mean, I guess yes. Mm -hmm. But if we if no inventor ever did that, you would never you would not have a smartphone. I mean, remember 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 blackberries. Remember remember them. (laughs) Remember. Blackberries were the, the cell phone of the future back when everybody had flip phones, right? Mm-hmm. They had this full keyboard on them and they had this little like square screen and it was, it was amazing. And everybody and was that, using BBM. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude got up at a conference and said one of the most stupidest things that I have ever heard any CEO say. And I immediately told everybody I knew who had stock in the company to pull it out immediately. He said, That the advancement of cell phone technology has hit the pinnacle of what cell phone technology will ever be able to offer. And that no advancements in cell phone technology are expected for another 50 years. And that BlackBerry will remain the leader of the currently most advanced cell phones in the entire world. And that at no point in the future is there any option or growth for the cell phones in general. That is what he said about four months before the iPhone came out, right? This guy was an idiot of such epic proportions that he destroyed (laughs) his own company because he's too stupid to see that sometimes you got to go back and reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. so yes lots of people can give cdpr crap for going back and constantly reinventing the wheel but without it you wouldn't have any you, you we'd still be driving wow. around in, in what was that what was one of the first ford cars ever like the, the model the, t the, the model t right everybody would be driving model t's nobody everybody would have the 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 original phones right little little dial pad that you got to you got to call the operator. What number would you like, please? Yeah, uh, so give me this number. That's not the correct number. Uh, we, still it's dial up. we still have dial-up.
0: we still have dial-up.
2: Yeah, if we had internet at all. So th- this <laughs> concept that that CDPR is a bad company because they constantly iterate, it, again, I understand that some people don't like their work when their work is like, okay, the thing that you've been working on for four months is basically we're just going to throw it out because it's, you know, whatever. I get that frustration. I really do. But frankly, without that, you just don't have growth in some of these companies. You just don't. Mm-hmm. And at some point you have to, you have to pick, right? You have to like, you have to say, mm-hmm. okay, there's a sacrifice that we have to make for advancement, which means we have to go back from scratch and, and try, try a new approach. Mm-hmm. Right. And this, this works in every industry. This, this especially works in like, I mean, well, technology, obviously, but one of the other things that it really, really focuses in and really, 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 really works well in is, um, is medicine. It's like you constantly have to be going back to the drawing board. Right. Otherwise, like, you know, you have to look at, you know, you constantly have to go, be going back and looking at like, you know, maybe we haven't thought through this. It's like one of the most effective treatments right now for, For some of the new diseases is they take the phage, phage, the phage, which is like, Hey, let's, um, you know, you imagine the worst thing that you could possibly think to use or to like that humans have ever had to deal with. Yeah. Let's take that and turn that into a medical treatment. It's like, it's like, (laughs) what, what? But turns out that that is curing things that they had previously thought incurable. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So yeah. It's, it's like vaccinations and anti venom. It's like, it's like the counter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so again, I, I understand that some people look at, at CDPR and they say, you know, well, they waste so much time.
0: And I mean, in, in a sense, you're right. Um, this is completely but, new territory for them. The first person game with all the different yeah. classes, that's, that's huge jump from, from The Witcher 3. Yeah. So, so, I mean,
2: basically that, that's kind of, again, I feel for the people who who are pressured into putting in more hours because then they can't connect with family members and, and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. that that sucks. It really does, and it's not something that we want to encourage, you know, every single day. But at the same time, you know, they're not as bad as as other companies by a significant margin, mm-hmm. and that has to that has to be worth something, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be where something course, where they're yeah. saying, look, quality is the most important thing and we're gonna be responsible. You know, he, he said that in the in the call. It's like we're 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 trying to do it responsibly. Yes, it's gonna mean some crunching, but we're gonna try and look at that responsibly. And I don't think he's the type, because again, we've never heard the story that he basically said, No, uh we understand you're you know, you just had a death in the family, but you can't take this time off. We've never heard this this come up before. Mm-hmm. whereas we know we know for a fact that it has come up at multiple other studios before and mm-hmm. some of them are just horrendous right in how in how in how and in what they do
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's it's absolutely nightmarish at, mm-hmm. at some of these companies so yeah. yeah you kind of have to take a step back from it and say let's judge them based off their actions if they think that this this delay is worth the both the delay and time and the crunch time for their employees, then, you know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and then we can hold them to that after the fact. I mean, they've, they've done a lot of growing. They have a lot of like things to improve on, obviously. And and they've acknowledged
0: that. They know that Mm -hmm. they've been public with that, right?
2: Yeah. Like,
0: like, like I, these guys have been some
2: of the, these guys have been some of the most transparent CEOs and, and company leads that I've ever seen. You know, right now you, you, you want to get an honest answer out of, out of, uh, Todd Howard. <laughs> like good luck. Good luck getting that out of him. He's, he's restrained by rules of his company. Plus he tends to mm-hmm. exaggerate a little bit and, and he's kind of a slippery guy. Um, you know, that was endearing a little while ago, not so endearing right now because of some bad products, but you know, it's, it's better dealing with anybody at cdpr than trying to deal with anybody at some of these other companies Mm -hmm. and not not picking on bethesda but i mean you know
0: (laughs) what we always do what we always end up doing picking on bethesda (laughs) Mm -hmm. cool so uh do we have anything else to really discuss i know this podcast has gone a little bit shorter than usual but um there's hasn't been too much other yeah i just i just skimmed
2: the news and, and and i mean other than people writing garbage articles uh
1: well we wanted news, we got them. Yeah. Okay, well, That's yeah. true.
2: Yeah. And Nanny, Nanny, you bring up a good point in the chat. Um <clears throat> Yeah. Uh any other quick questions
0: from the, the the all y'all out there? Um let's check i regret buying red dead redemption 2 for pc i'm still unable to play <laughs> online the loading screen goes and yeah that's what i'm talking about you don't want mm-hmm. that to happen to cyberpunk right because it kills all the momentum um they say delays are the new uh day one patch so i'd rather take a delay <laughs> i'm sure most people would versus that okay i think we're we're gonna wrap up there um next week we are on um, uh, triple s your channel side
2: or yeah I think, channel? I think
0: I think it's back to us or it's, or it's, uh, Mad Queen. I can't remember. Yeah, we've done some switches recently, so it's gotten a little yeah, confusing, yeah. but
2: it, it's not, it's not a, it's not, we never like sat down and like penciled in everything. Yeah. We just, we kind of, because sometimes people are sick. Sometimes they got stuff going on. Sometimes yeah, they're away. Yeah. And so it, it does change the best thing to do. Head to all of our channels. Um, there's
0: links in the description for, for, everyone links in the right
2: description. There. Subscribe to everybody. Um, and then just kind of and and subscribe to us on mm-hmm. Twitter too. Uh we we really appreciate all of the uh feedback that we get. Um you know even the negative stuff we we appreciate it. Uh it it gives us you know time to think about stuff. So uh, I actually actually learned a, a valuable lesson recently. Um and that it's always good to listen to people who are your polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're like a, for a quick example if you're an introvert it's good to sit down and learn something from an extrovert and and same in the opposite direction if you're an extrovert it's it's good to take some pointers from an, an introvert every once in a while because it's they can show you things they can communicate ideas and concepts to you that are beyond what you are what is in your field of vision mm-hmm. and that and that's kind of cool so we we appreciate that all um uh we appreciate the all the likes that you guys do all the squishes that you send us we really appreciate that youtube has been kind of a rough game recently and we have to play their game right mm-hmm. um yeah. and and that that sucks you know obviously so um but we do have to play their game and we, and we do appreciate when you guys give us the likes mm-hmm. and the thumbs up, and and when you show up and you, you comment on our stuff, um, it's it's super helpful.
0: So. Do Do we know how many podcasts we're gonna be up till uh, with the with the new release date? Because initially it was fifty two, right? Uh, yeah, yeah have I, done have, the, I haven't done the, done the I haven't done numbers
2: yet. Yeah, I'm, that's trust me. As far as the delay goes, I'm I'm the <laughs> most I'm I am the one who has the most to be annoyed about. Because before there was even the mention of the of the release date, um, you, I had pried it. it, yeah. I had pried it out and and set up the podcast to be exactly one year from the date of the release before the release date was even mentioned. Um, and, and one of the heads of the studio goes, "How did you do that?" By the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and which I will never ever tell. I will never ever ever tell how I did that, but. You know, so yeah, yeah, it, it kind of sucks for me, but yeah, now we're going to be a year and five months. That's nah, all so, good. It's it's no, fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> yes, we we are trying to get Holly on the podcast. There's a couple others. Um, uh, there there is some some hoops that 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 people have to go through. Uh, but one of the one of the best things that helps us with with finding guests was uh the Doriane. He suggested somebody, and I'm in talks with them. Uh, if you got anybody that you think should Show up, or that you want to show up on the podcast, hit them up in the uh, in the chat and tweet, hit tweet them up
0: in the in the twitters. Yeah, tweet Twitter. us and tag them, mm-hmm. or maybe don't and, tag them. That's kind of and spammy. We will,
2: and we will try. Actually, I think I think Ali might be onto something. uh The new the new date might end up being the seventy seventh episode of the podcast Ooh. landing on the release date. So, I mean, if that's the case, then I mean, then it was just meant know. to be. Then it was just meant to be. And and I'm clearly bordering on like, you know, (laughs) Q level status here. So,
3: yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining. We had a peak of like 250 people in here. We've gotten a lot of traction on this podcast lately. So, thank you guys for joining. Um, Make sure to tune in. Follow all the links in the description. Next week, uh, Triple S League will be streaming Sunday, um, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Be there or be square. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace out.